0: The final perech, perech tezayin. All bundles of vegetables in the marketplaces of chalak and all flour, uh, quartz flour, and all fine flour. Sheba in the marketplaces, in other words, it already came to the marketplace. It's not in its organic state in the field, in, in the factory or in the, in the, uh, in the farmhouse. The chazak is at that stage of processing. It's already become muxer. They would make these things wet either in the case of produce to make them look fresh, in the case of flour to make them look more white. So they, 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 would, they would wash them with water. Haagudais, the bundles of vegetables, because they used to spray water on them. And the flowers, the flour. Uh, in the case of flour, the reason why is because they would make them wet for the purposes of making it easier to grind. Similarly, the kernels of, of grain, that they don't grind them into flour, but they crush them into small pieces, two or three pieces. to make some kind of uh, like uh, groats from them. Going to refresh Again, they're also the chazaka is that they became wet and they muksher. Whether or not they're from the marketplace, even if they were they were uh, uh, ground or crushed in private homes. They would wash them to remove their shells. In the case of the uh, the groats. These are the, reasons, the different reasons why these things are that they would they were they have already been made wet. Beis. All these things that are assumed to be they are also because everyone touches them in the marketplace. You pick them up and people pick up the produce and they study it if they want to buy it or not. And they are since they're already mochshar, the Chazakas is became tummy when they're touched by the random people or even people actually who are not but, but just uh, happy to be tummy, they have no problem touching regular food, so all this food is despite the fact that he's not believed regarding turmentara, is believed about these things to say that in fact these were not This this wheat or flour has not been made wet for example, or whatever it is needless to say other produce, other foods they are not b'ches kas m'chshur. Sh'amaretz. <speaking in Hebrew> amaretz is believed that they are not m'chshur. So all these produces we described in Halacha 1 are becheskas t'uma, a'ches therefore becheskas t'uma. Unless someone tells you, no, it's not Mukshar, and you can believe him, uh, even if that person is an Amoritz. However, if you know it's m'chshur, you cannot trust an amaretz to say it's not Tameh. You can trust the Talmud Chachim, though. Gimel. All fish is presumed to be moksher. Because it's so incredibly common, almost 99% of the time, they're mukshur, and Amor is in this case not believed to say they're not moksher. All fish, because of the moksher, are always as well presumed touched by someone who's tummy. Fish that have been caught with different, ty- different types of nets a large net, a small net, or a snare if they did not turn over the net on top of them when they dumped them out, uh, uh, rather they kind of like, you know did it in a way that the net does not actually hang over the fish, and therefore the water from the net is not dripping on the fish, if that's the case, then not near, But if it did, if it did turn it over and, and the net was suspended over the fish and it was dumped out on the floor of the boat, let's say hoksher, then it is moksher. And because that's the assumed situation and it was so common, that's what we assumed happened Unless you know for sure otherwise. Amar is not believed to say that the net was not suspended over, turned over on the fish. Unless while he's catching them, he says to you, I'm going to make sure not to make them tell me not, not let the net Uh, hang over it, when when I turn it over. In that case, if he says it while he's catching it, even if he can't see what's going on, you can't see, but he's believed to say that he was conscious about it. However, once it's already caught, and now he's telling you, yeah, when I caught it 10 minutes ago, I was careful about that. That's not believable. Dalet. All seer, all brine, fish brine. The chazaka is that it's moshir. Fish brine is, you know, the natural juice that oozes from a fish. So that's obviously not one of the seven mashkin. Um, even though there's you know, water from the ocean perhaps mixed over there, but uh, you know, talking about it in the case of the fish is less dry on the outside. Akoponim okay, so that is Bekhesk's Muksha. The assumption is is that there is some amount of water that has been added to that fish brine. And simply speaking, Rambam says Bekhesk's Mukshir, what he means is is that it's Muksha you could say shot either as a food but not as a liquid. Or even as a liquid, but if we're talking about the standard fish brine, is it was talking a fish brine that's there's no water, it's just salt or fruit juice mixed with the natural fish, fish oil or fish juice. So that's when it means it's muksha. That the assumption is there's a bit of water that's been added. Okay, so therefore it's not just muksha as a fruit, also as a, also as a liquid perhaps. But vatsir, tarish, and ovatechim, ma'am however, when you have pure fish brine. Which we said is either as a food or as a liquid. And then now, actual water fell into it. It's for sure considered a liquid. So um, now that a drop of water fell into it, therefore it becomes muchsher and tame as, uh, as a as a mashkin. It, can, it has potential to be. It's, it's already muchsher, and it has the potential to become tame as a mashkin. Therefore, if into this fish brine which let's say is just there's no water it's just fruit juice and salt and then into it falls uh, sorry into this into this fish brine falls wine honey or milk so rather than rather the previous example was water fell in. So let's in the previous example, um, we, we're talking about sear that is we just, just fish brine, fish, fish juice, if you will, with fruit juice or with salt. Then a drop of water falls in. So now we're saying it's one of the – the whole thing is considered one of the shiva even though it's only a little bit of water. So now it's Masha to despite the fact that it's just a bit of water, the rest of it is made paris, which are not metama. But if it's not water, if it's a different type of liquid that falls into this mixture of, you know, fish with some kind of you know fruit juice, in that case, you go after the majority. Water, one drop makes the whole thing muksha as a as a mashke. Other 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 liquids of the seven seven mashkin it has to be majority. And similarly, what if you have a mixture of apple juice and milk? You've got the majority. If the majority of apple juice is not considered one of the shivamashkin, majority is milk, you would say it's one of the Shefah If a drop of water gets mixed with fruit juice, the whole thing is, a liquid, is considered a, a Mashkin which has potential for mashir, Therefore, it's considered the potential for to become Tumay and be Mashkin as a liquid. Remember, only seven types of liquids, the adshotam, have the, the ones to be, be have the potential to be tomorrow or Matame Um the, the but if it gets mixed with other fruit juices, you go after the majority. however, if the water gets mixed with the apple juice, even the tiniest amount. Okay. The the brine, the juice from non-kosher grasshoppers is tomai. Is as uh Excuse me. to the the juice of non-kosher grass, grasshoppers, is not if it gets if it makes other things wet because it's not one of the seven mashkin. mashkin, even though it can't be mashir, it can be, become tummy liquid. Now this is very puzzling. Why is that? And the to have a hard time understanding this last line, the Rambam. Why is grasshopper juice considered one of the seven mashkin in this, in this context? Why are we giving it the category of one of the one of the seven mashkin? A mystery. If a person brought, buys fish brine from an Mashika now the assumption is as it's tome. What do you do with it? Uh you make it attached to the mikveh. You make you can put it in a, in a keli, bring it into the plate into you know, a way that the mikveh, you know you submerge it in the mikveh water. As soon as the mikveh waters cover the surface of the keli, so now it, it's called Ashaka. The, the water in the brine touches the mikveh water and that makes the the brine Torah. Why? If it was majority, more than half water, because it's a majority water, by being submerged in the mikvah, the water in the tier it becomes mixed to mix mikvah and it's tar. If, however, the majority was not the water, the water was minority, the majority was other, you know, the, the, the salt from the fish, in that case, anyways, is not considered uh, the brine is not to Anyways. So it's turn in the first place, if i Mayim Shabbat, and the water in there is bottle... So if you know for sure the water is less than half, you don't have to do this even. The question is, if you're not sure, so touch to make for just in case the water is a majority. But when is this true that this works, when you're not going to add any more water to the brine, you're just going to say dip bread and eat need it. look there, if you can use the brine to cook in, the, in a pot, you can add water to it, in that case, the water, that's a minority... Uh, in, uh, that was uh, previously a uh, minority of the tzir, now finds other water you add to the pot and now they add the join forces and now it's majority water the majority is water that's tummy Ah you'll say what do you mean I put in the mikvah the minority in the brine mikvah did not purify it so even though you you may have you know for safety purposes dipped the brine in the mikvah or let's say you knew you wanted to use it for cooking purposes. So even though it was a minority water, you'll say, well, um, I'm going to put it in the mikvah to be tar the, the water, the little bit of water that's tamay in here. That doesn't help you. Since it's, a majority, since, since it's just a mute of water, it doesn't become tar in the mikvah. Because it's bottle, so it's not present. You can't say it touched the mikvah. It's dafka if it's a majority of water. and Even though the water may be tamay water. But then you dip it in the mikvah, in that case, the water has the impact of making the brine tahar. Produce is always presumed to be tar back in the field, or you know, before being processed. If the cellar was a, if the seller was a guy, until, you know, unless you know, it became wet after being picked, after being pro, pro, um, harvested. Or it's something, or it's one of the things we discussed in the al Sumac berries, Google that for a picture. They're always because they used to make them wet, apparently. Similarly, uh, squash and zucchinis and vegetables that are hung uh, by by reeds at the entrance of the stores, like advertisements, or, you know, just to attract customers. And the Chazak is they used to make them wet. And the Chazak is that people would walk in and touch them, and therefore they are presumed to be tummy. <speaking in Hebrew> Everything that says in the Tarish of and Tarish of Alpeb, Hilchus Tumus Satara is not laws of Tumantara. In LA, in it only applies to things that are related to Besam Mikdash and Karbonis, Trumus, and Trumumum, Maeser Shani, and Vavad, and Maeser Shani as well. Should I use your house to and Mikdash the 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 because they're only relevant in that context because someone who's Tamei cannot go to Besa Mikdash, or Lachel Kardash, cannot eat Hektish or Trumah or Trumah or Maeser He's not like a shady or anything else of that list when he is tummy. Abal chulin non hectish regular food ain't behind ish or no ish regarding to mentara. The mutle al chulin tummyem. The person is allowed to eat tummy food, vlishes mashkin tummyem, and drink tummy drinks. That's not hectic. Harim batera says abos hashiga bechol tummyli achel. If meat from carbonis touches any tummy, he can't eat it. Miklal shachul and betarim, which means if it's not carbon related, it's muter. To eat tameh meat. She'ena bedab be'al bedid bebasak ha'kedoshim. That pasuk referring to meat of kibonos. In if that's the case, if not, why does it say harishin bechulin tameh? When it comes to food that's chulin, non hektish, we have halacha that makes the rishin tameh v'asheni to and then the second level of is a the asheni is the second level of tuma. Why is that relevant if it's chulin? If it's that's not because that makes it also to eat. If it's chulin, the It's because you want to keep track of how this chulin food impacts chulin keredesh. Because if chulin food, which is a shani, touches chulin, he makes that food puzzle. And then that the term will become a shlishi. if it touches hektish food, it will make the keredesh. Similarly, if you have of chulin, If it touches the truma, excuse me, if someone eats food that's a shani, so then his body becomes a shiny, If it touches truma, it becomes the becomes possible because he becomes tummy through eating tummy foods. Now I'm doesn't say this, but as well, if, if truma, which is a shlishi, touches a hektish. That makes hectic into a revi, but the Ram is explaining over here more why it's relevant to know if the cholin is a vishin or a or a shishi. After all, who cares? It's just cholin. The answer is to keep track of how it impacts turma and and Tests. It's just like a push if a person is allowed to eat cholin, which is tome, or drink it, if it's tome, is allowed, even though it's not ideal, but he's allowed to cause turma to cholin, even though it's to cause to 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 even though it's to to because it's not Truma, it's not hektish. This is true even if this chulin has not yet had Truma separated from it. If, however, this chulin had Truma separated from it, then even Truma caused it to become Truma. In the first case, if Truma was not separated, then it's mutter, but it's not ideal, because then if you separate Truma later, the Truma is going to be separated by tumah. However, if Truma has already been separated, then even the Truma, ideally, you can go and make it Truma. That they're chol and tame. V'chaim mutlo, I do to mishlo tame. a person is allowed to touch anything's tame and become tame. You want to walk through a cemetery? You're going hate. Should he's yakosov has been beyond as a nazir was tame and mese because a tere says a nazir cannot become tame to us the Because shall shal kolam matarnin, but that any other yid is allowed to become tame in any kind. She afikam bizarim the l'tame to b'shar to mishchutz mamet mese. Even a kain or nazir can become tummy Other types of tumah, but not to us They're allowed to become tummy by touching a zav or whatever, a or sharet, etc. Yid. Every year has an obligation to make sure he's torah. Every one of the shals go on. Because yidden are presumed to be prepared. They're supposed to be prepared to go to the mikdash and eat kachim as they're supposed to. The Torah says, "Whoever goes did not touch the body of a carcass of an animal." Well, but that is only regarding yontif. If a person becomes tamei, even on yontif, and he likes not chay makos, al bashari besashana, he a yemuzer rest of the year, not only is not chayev Malkus there's no reason but chlal to be careful about touching a dead carcass. You'd be yaluf. Atomim v'ator both people atomim v'ator, they're all the same. This uh, the, the pasuk, This is a pasuk in the uh, Devarim. Pias shmulamdu these words. Atomim v'ator yachdu means that atomim v'ator can eat the same plate together. There's no problem with touching each other. The food touches each other. However, a husband should not. Uh, uh, eat the same plate with his wife who's an nor should drink from the same It seems like a she should not pour his wine. To prevent Aveira. Uh, nor should a husband eat with his wife if she's a zava. Rama mentions Zav it means first any man, any husband. But he says even a zav. because again, the husband should not be with his wife if he's an idah or if she's a zava. Maybe they'll have relations. We don't want that. Now, are because you shouldn't think, well, I'm a Zav, my wife's a Zavah, so uh, what's the difference? They're both anyways. No, it's not the case. It's still primitive. After you despite the fact that you're allowed to um, drink and eat Chulon, that's Tamayi, in the earlier generations of special people, pious people, they would even eat their Chulon only in And they would be careful not to become Tamayi. They're called the Persian. People separate themselves. This is not a halacha. as we said, there's no, it's no problem. It's not even a churma. It's a special level of service of Hashem in a way of becoming extra holy and being extra pious. It's a mindset they were trying to exercise to be separated from the ways of the world in general and people in general. Do not touch people who are the common folk and not eat with them. Why do they do this? What's the objective? Shafish is maybe the day of Taras and Guf. But separating yourself this way makes you keep your body tired uh, and the general trains the person to be aware of uh, uh, stay away from bad deeds and purifying the body brings the the um, nefesh the soul the mindset of a more holy one and purifies it from negative uh, uh, perspectives and that sanctifying your mindset uh, causes the person to be similar to the shechina it says you, should be holy, and because I, I am holy, and you should be holy, and you, you should sanctify yourselves, and you will be holy. For I am holy as, as Hashem. Meaning, we can become close and connect to Hashem more by maintaining this mindset. Blessed be Hashem who gave us the ability to finish.